January 7th. Klein, at long last, we are back in studio. Here to, well, not talk about all the game weeks we missed, but definitely look forward to the next one, huh? Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, we got no emails asking where we have been. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> the people really miss us. Yeah. Some may say that this was a very anticipated podcast. Most would not say that. Yeah. People have been knocking at the door, wondering where we've been. Well, look, it's been a busy holiday season. I was traveling, working. You have a family, which is more of an actual excuse. And uh, we you know, took kind of an extended break. It's maybe something the Premier League itself should consider doing around the holiday period. But that's really a discussion for another day, isn't it? I, yeah, I think it's deserved. I couldn't agree more. Um, how, do, how has your fantasy team been doing over this this little stretch here? In a word, not wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Two, I guess two, two words. Two words there. Yeah, hovering around the 50s, like, average point-wise. And then, like, I had one banger week in game week 19. I pulled out a 74. Mm. Other than that, I've reverted. The Tinker Man's back. I've been taking hits. And I've just gone downhill since then. I got a you know 46 in game week 20 and a 30 this past game week. Oh. So. Gosh, that makes my score look good. Right, I'm I'm kind of hurting. My I had just gotten into like the 800, 700 thousands overall rank, mm-hmm. and I've doubled that now. I'm tanked down to one point three million. Oh man, I tell real you, veterans of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to come in and and try to even out this podcast, but yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I have had <laughs> a disastrous last few game weeks. I have seven straight red arrows. I haven't had a game week rank better than 2 million in that span. I don't really have much of an explanation. Uh, This past game week, I actually had uh, a total of 27 points left on the bench between Fraser, Juan Bissaka, and uh, Dale Stevens. Oh, God. Yeah, so all three of them on my bench just staring me in the face. I had Wilson and Bissaka, both on mine. Oh, and Robertson. I have... I forgot about that. I've got 17 points on the bench. Yeah, it it hurts. It's been a rough, rough Christmas break. I have definitely felt like I've been playing whack-a-mole where I, you know, famously dropped Salah a few weeks ago. He went off. I pick him back up, drop Sterling. Now Sterling scores a little bit. You know, um, I've actually been happy that I've had Kane and captained him most of these weeks, but it hasn't even been close to enough. I'm just getting pummeled it seems like you're rank. it seems like you're falling into a habit that you usually don't and it's a little chasey yeah it is a little chasey and at this point you know when i was on vacation i wasn't really paying much attention let a couple of game weeks get away from me which is very unprofessional but it's time to uh we're in the second half of the season it's time for me to pull myself up by my bootstraps and really, back in the saddle yeah really start to grab this game by the horns and start to make up some ground Wild cards are available. Ooh, they are. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, there I'm not yet. thinking about it either. But second half of the season just has me dreaming. Yeah, I'm gonna have to really buckle down and focus if I want to make up some ground and, and get back into the money in our mini league. Yeah, uh, but I have it in me. I'm confident in myself. I've done this before. 
this is the Gary special. It's where you just black out over Christmas and then you come back and you have to piece together your season. I've seen it happen. I've fallen victim to it. He crept up on us last year. I know. I'm going to get him. Anyway. All right. All right. What's the state of your team overall? You got injuries? Where's uh, your head at right yeah, now? Yeah. So I have pulled a string of transfers over the last few weeks. I remember I got KDB in for a minute and mm. he was hot for a second and then he has, you know, fallen out again. You you just love KDB. All right. So I you... dropped a minus eight after that <laughs> to get Kuhn and uh, Digne and Lingard in. Mm. Lingard ended up not working out too much. Digne has done nothing offensively and just let the ball go in the back of the net. Yep. Kuhn, Kuhn's been working out. Legend. Legend. And so I ended up uh, pulling a move to get Paul. Mm-hmm. Got Paul now. Feel pretty good with him. Although you missed him right after his massive hauls. Right. So I'm kind of like on the tail end of that, but that's a conversation for Manchester United. We'll okay. get there in a little okay. bit. But right. um, And then I've already made my moves for this week. Oh, there he Two is. moves. I, I There was no doubt. Never a doubt in my mind. Right. I guess we'll have to save him for the transfer section, huh? Yeah, we'll save him for that. But okay. those have been, I mean, I've been, I think it's been a minus four, a minus eight, and a minus four. Like, I'm sitting here, Paul's the only risky thing on my bench right now, but I'm not really happy with Dean, yay, Dean, Dan. Uh, he's just, Everton defense are just jack, and I don't know why I believed he'd keep doing anything offensively. Yeah, you're uh you're not giving yourself enough credit. You've only taken two four point hits in the last like I I had a six weeks. Eight. Okay. No, so you're you're All right, you're cool. keeping it together. You're keeping your head like a little bit at least. Yeah, I agree with you. I I brought in Dinier after his seventeen point haul, just kind of on a because I got a little half chub for him, and he's obviously just that was the. You could have asked me as soon as I did the transfer what I thought would happen, and I'd be like, he definitely blanks for the next two or three game weeks without a doubt. So um, right. They have Burmouth at home next week, and I am not hopeful for anything from them. I already feel like it's just a wasted $5 million and I hate myself for it. Yeah. Richarlison's kind of also waning. He's kind of fading out a little bit, as as well, honestly, as with Felipe. And, the, and West Ham's fixtures are about to turn sour for a little bit. Yeah, I think Richarlison stole some life. They Everton has some decent fixtures, and I I'm not ready to pull the trigger on him quite yet. Yeah. Defensively, I'm solid. David Louise has been a rock for my back line lately, and Robertson's just been Robertson, even though I didn't play him versus City. I guess I should have. You always start your studs. Yeah, I guess always I always start your studs. I guess I should have counted on an attacking return from him. He hasn't had one in a while, and that would be the game where he, you know, flashed one in. It's not even that you count on an attacking return. You just don't want it to happen and be like, why the hell did I bench him? Right. Why am I paying six-plus million for this guy if I'm not going to play him? Right. Week? Instead, I played Bennett, who gave me a zero. Yeah, that's that's why you got to start the studs. Okay, so, I mean, you, you have some players. They're playing. Yeah, not, yeah. not, like, bit by the injury bug. Team's you, solid. You, yeah. It's just no one's, like, really doing it. Yeah, well, who are some uh, who are some players catching your eyes? Some uh, what's, what's the hot word around around the Twitterverse and the Premier League. I've been a little detached. I need you to guide me. So do you want to start in your own corner so you feel comfortable? Yeah, let's do that. Although, All right. I, actually, no, now that I think about it, I don't really want to start there. 
but sure, let's let's go ahead and get it over with. Well, I'm I've got a I've got a sort of like a hunch. Okay. Um, Kolasinac is back. He's four nine, and he seems to be uh, getting a little bit offensive return wise. He seems like he could be an option. Uh, he's only ten points behind Hector Bellerin, and he has half the minutes that Bellerin has. So that seemed like a really uh, eye-opening statistic to me. Really. Yeah, he is. If I were to guess, Lucas Dinier two point uh, Yeah. Where he is going to disappoint you more than he's going to come through, and he certainly has the potential for big hauls. He has absolutely scored and assisted in games in an Arsenal jersey before, but mm, gosh, I mean, you can't. Like, he's not going to get you any clean sheets. I can tell you that much right now. Well, uh, and that's the so that's my second point. Koscielny's back now, too. And if he'll be starting, he literally makes the Arsenal defense twice as good statistically as they are without him. Yeah, but those stats are like prime of his career, healthy Koscielny. Even now, he's been kind of like nursing a hamstring injury and only been playing because there's no one else in their back line. Like, their back line is really decimated. The last place I would be looking right now is Arsenal's back line. And I think, I hope, I really hope, that they're going to go out and buy a defender in January because they freaking need it. See, this is why I'm glad we started here. You just brought this to reality for me. Yeah. I, I thought this looked great. I mean, it's not like it's not the worst like punt, but you are strictly relying on attacking returns. And, you know, truthfully, games against West Ham, home Cardiff, Huddersfield, home Southampton, home Bournemouth, that's not bad in the next, like, what, seven fixtures or so. Um, and at 4-9, you wouldn't even feel guilty rotating him when they play, um, you know, Man City away. Obviously, you want nothing to do with that. Chelsea at home could be interesting. But, um, I don't know, it's tough to... It's tough to use a transfer on that. I guess it depends on who you'd be getting rid of. There's got to be other guys in that price bracket that are that are tasty. Right. I think after the City game, I it would be maybe worth taking a chance as far as, you know, after that it's just Hudson, Southampton, and Bournemouth. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Everybody else, you know, I absolutely don't think they can keep a clean sheet. West Ham, Chelsea, and City. Yeah. I think I would just rather have Trent than... Kolasinac, yeah, you know, like true. He's a little bit more expensive at five point two. Kolasinac is four point nine, but I think that I would just go with the Liverpool clean sheets because they've, you know, other than they conceded against Arsenal, they conceded against City, but before that, they'd only allowed what seven goals all season. So a bit of a rough patch against some formidable opponents, but their fixture list lightens up, and uh, I think that Trent is where I'd be going in that price range. Speaking of Liverpool, I I had written down. I did all my homework yesterday and written down Lovren's back getting goals and assists 4.9 and he's gone (laughs) out today hamstring and it looks like it's going to be a while but this 16 and a half year old started he's not even like on the FPL roster I don't I guess they're probably not going to be using him for a center back but whoever's going to fill in there Gomez isn't ready to come back yet it doesn't seem like right I think uh, Fabinho was playing center back uh, today for them I don't like that I need a nice cheap off the book center back to get added right, to the right. game. Yeah, you don't want a midfielder playing out of position that's the last thing you want yeah unless he's striker yeah. Absolutely not. I don't know what they'll do. Maybe do you think they'll move Moreno inside? That's a disaster. Yeah, that's they'll probably the play. Worst. He'll probably uh, play Fabinho there again, or maybe James Milner. You could see that. Too. Milner, we have seen Milner on the back line before. Yeah. 
so I have been hearing a lot about Crystal Palace's new keeper. Have you? Yeah. Guaita? Gaita? Gaita? Guaita? No idea. Spanish speakers, please listen, chime in and uh, let us know how to pronounce this. Uh, 4.2 million, not awful fixtures coming up aside from Liverpool. And he's been keeping cleans. Uh, defense has been coming good. Yeah. Three cleans in what? Five game weeks? That's pretty freaking good. He's the the main attractiveness is he's four two. Like mm. he's he can sit on my bench with you know, while I play Allison and, you know, randomly come in if I need him to. Yeah, you gotta love that. At that price, any playing keeper has value. Right. And along in their back line, uh, you know, PVA's hit for him again. I know he's a little expensive, but He's going back to the PVA well. I'm I am not. I am staying away from the PVA well. I know I, you love PVA. Juan Basaka is good enough for me. But PVA is back with attacking returns and this guy Gaeta is pumping him up with some clean sheets as well. Yeah, I mean I I can fuck with that Klein. I can fuck with a 4-2 keeper starting for Palace. I mean, why not? Have a little Palace double dip between Juan Basaka and Gaeta? Yeah, I mean, Gaeta will play in last-case scenario, really. I mean, I and I can't see myself bringing him in unless it's going to be on a wild card or anything like that. I'm not wasting a, wasting a transfer to get my bench keeper. Uh, other keeper news, I don't know if you've been keeping tabs, Etheridge on Cardiff. Oh, I have. He's on my bench. Okay. Yeah. Uh, remember, I brought him in a few weeks ago because I got fed up with Ederson, and I brought in Fabianski and Etheridge, and it was right before Etheridge had that, like, 10-point game and 15-point game, and he was on stuck squarely on my bench. Yeah, it was great. It was really fucking fun. I'm I, I don't think – personally, I think it's fine. You probably caught a price rise or so out of him, but I don't think he's doing that for the rest of the season yeah. ever. Well, I – the price rises, you could take them and shove them up my ass because they're not getting me any points. I'm way past worry about price. I need, I need score. Uh, and then on Cardiff, also, I, I'm actually tinkering, maybe looking at Camarasa as a super cheap playing attacking midfielder for four point six. They have a, I guess you you can call it an easy run of fixtures, but they're on par with all of those teams. You know what I mean? They're they're in the same difficulty level as all them. So it's not I wouldn't say easy. They're but, all three you know, and a half stars on FIFA is what right. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Or less. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I um But I mean he's 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 looked nice. Camarasa, I haven't been watching much of Huddersfield, I'll be out or Cardiff. I haven't watched any of Cardiff. I've just Browsing the form and browsing the returns, and I like it, Klein. I like you pulling out these little diamonds in the rough. Are right. You, I mean, are you worried well, about his yellow flag? He's got a knock. Since we haven't potted in eight weeks, it's not like we can go into crazy detail. It, it's nice to give some highlights on some people. Uh, no. I mean, if anything, he's your fifth bench player. So true. Is. It'd be nice if he came off the bench with a return, but it's not really going to be uh, a problem if he doesn't play. I mean, what he's looking at 10 versus Leicester, and he's pulled out something out of his ass versus Man United. Uh, he's pretty much plays 90 constantly until this last Spurs game. 
I guess that's where he got his yellow flag. That's the one. Klein, have you been satisfied with your Chelsea defense investment? Yeah. David Luiz, I'm very happy with David Luiz. Okay. I'm, I got rid of Alonzo, and I'm very happy I did that because he's just wasting money on my on my field. Uh, he's, he hasn't gotten an attacking return since, like, game week 11 or something like that. Yeah, so you're spot on. I'm, I'm happy with David Luiz. He still takes free kicks every now and then, and he'll rip a shot every now and then, but I'm really not counting on him for that. That's part of what I was counting on for Alonzo with the extra two mil. Right. Well, yeah. I was getting a little frustrated because they failed to keep clean in three straight, but they've kept them in their last two, so Alonzo yeah. stays for another week. I'm just trying to – looking at the uh, defense. God, David Luiz, he's up to 5'9". Yeah, man. Could get pricing people out. Speaking of defenders, have you uh, maybe checked out your boy Pereira? Pereira? Pereira. Lester defender Pereira. I did. I did see that he had a nice little assist the other day and a goal well, a couple did you game see, weeks ago. Did you see where he started? Yeah, he was playing like attacking right, right wing, wing, basically. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Great out of pocket. I know. He's, like I said, I've been saying it. I've been saying it for 10 damn years. Haven't I been saying it, Miguel? <laughs> he's got, he's a, like a good player. He's right. really good going forward. And if Lester were a little bit better and could keep a, the um, you know, odd clean sheet every now and then. He'd be a real asset in some teams. I guess they have seven. That's not terrible. One of every three. Um, yeah, I mean they're. You know, well, I mean their fixture list is aside from they've got Southampton next. It's kind of shit after that. Yeah. Wolves, Pool, United, and Spurs. Yeah, that but, is tough. But after that, it clears right up. That might be one to you know put in your tickler file. Put in your for back later. pocket for yeah. game week twenty seven for that for a wild card or something. There you go. Um, I mean, if he's going to be a defender starting at right wing, absolutely straight into my team. Yeah, probably worth it even with the bad fixtures, honestly, because yeah. you're basically getting a midfield attacking midfielder for 5-3 in your lineup. It's a good shot, Klein. Yeah, I like it. I was excited when I saw him score. For some reason, having hitched my wagon to him via this podcast, I get joy when he <laughs> returns, even though it does absolutely nothing for me. Now you're forced to be a fan. Yeah. You still have city defenders? Are you still counting on them at all? Nope. I fucked them off. I got too sick of them. They were conceding every game. They have still conceded every game. I know, and it was a disaster. I had Ederson. I was going to be patient, and then he just continued to fuck me. And uh, no, he's gone. All the and then Laporte too, out of there. Um, who? So, what city coverage do you have right now? God, they haven't kept a clean sheet since game week thirteen. That is a disaster. Best move I made all year was getting Ederson out. Yeah. Um, my best move all year, hopefully I still have yet to make it because I haven't made very many good ones so far. Uh, I don't have any city players right now, Klein. Does that surprise you with how bad my team has been doing? <laughs> Are you thinking about any? Uh, I am now that I've had this realization. Can I make a su- to some suggestions? I would love you to. Leroy Sané, mm. I got rid of him and then he went off again. Um, great mid-priced for City's midfield kind of mm-hmm. option. I probably wouldn't bank on Raz, um, only because he started midweek and he didn't. He scored, I think. Kuhn did not start this midweek, but I know you're all in on the Kane boat. Yeah, I, I mean you're not wrong about that. 
but no, I'm just trying to look at my team and see if, where I can free up money, and there's really nowhere, no money to be freed. Yeah, I mean, you have do you, you don't have Felipe still, do you? I do. That's you could downgrade Felipe and upgrade Richarlison. I could. So we, uh, sounds like that you're speaking from experience over there, Klein. If I heard you, uh, to take a guess, I tinkered with it, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. Sané, if I didn't have any coverage already, Sané is probably where I would look for the midfield. He's just doing it. He's the youth player of the year last year, and he was injured half the year. So there's – I don't know. I like that. Um, I, I, I might consider that. Raz is just way too expensive. And yeah, he with is. The, with the whole gamut of not knowing where the points are going to come from kind of thing. He's another guy I picked up after a big haul, and he just didn't do shit for me, and now he's gone. Yeah. The guy I, and then obviously always there's Dilva. Hmm. The no longer bald man. I know. He's got a little, little buzz going on. Yeah, he still has a very thick head he's of hair. He's rocking a four, I think, is what yeah. it looks like. He was definitely not shaved his head because he was going bald. It was just a look. Yeah. Interesting. It, lo- it, it did not look good. <laughs> All right, Klein, if I'm trying to save up some uh, some money in my midfield, we have to talk about your boy, the other Pereira from Watford. Are you are you back in on him? I am. I don't have him in my squad, but I would definitely be good with him. He's been a little hot lately. I know he's blanked the last two game weeks, but before that he was catching a little fire. Yeah, he's had a nice little run of form lately, and they've got a nice set of fixtures coming up, actually. Um, I mean, he might be an option. I just think... There is like, it's reachable to get people that are just going to be a little more consistently returning than him while also having other people that are way less expensive that are doing better than him as well. Like uh, Brooks right now off of Bournemouth is like someone that I would look to downgrade to upgrade someone like Pereira, you know, on his kind of level. I get what you're saying. I can feel that. Yeah, Brooks is... uh. He's definitely been hit or miss, but his hits have been big hits. Yeah. A couple of double-digit hauls. Yeah, I mean... Just one, but it was recent, so... Recency bias and all that. Yeah, I mean, he's had a few... He's had a few good games. Speaking of Watford, your boy Deeney is back. (sighs) Fuck Troy Deeney. He hit it hard, and it's good good timing for his form and his confidence to come back as their fixtures clear up. And he's a great Danny Ings re- replacement. Mm, if you've Klein. got Ings and he's hanging out on your bench, Troy Deeney might be a good differential. That's that's a good shout there, Klein. Right in that price bracket. So uh, who you got then? Troy Deeney or your boy Jimenez from Wolves? Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy all the way. Mm, yeah, I like Jimmy more too. God, Jimmy really shot up in price. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Deeney, if you can't reach Jimmy, Deeney might be... Also, an incredible differential. Like, there's got to be nobody who has Trodini. What about Klein? I mean, I, hold, I, the the answers are at our fingertips. Let's let me just do this. Three point eight percent of players own Trodini. If he keeps going off and he keeps, uh, you know, I mean, he's played for the last umpteenth games. He just hasn't returned anything till till recently. Yeah, he's definitely a nice differential. I kind of like that, Klein. It's a, it's a sneaky little pick. What about maybe reaching even a little further and bringing in your old boy, 
Marco Arnautovich. Sharko. Arnie. I'm, I'm in for it. He's still got a little yellow triangle. But yeah, he was subbed early in the uh, FA Cup game. Yeah. Or the <laughs> he came FA in, banged <clears throat> bang on two minutes in, and like was out by 16 or something like that. Yep. Uh, the way. I would I would love to be confident with him maybe after their next set of like four or five fixtures. I think they've got a few rough ones in there. And then, again, they're on a nice five or six game stretch of cake teams. Arnie can put it in the back of the net. There's no question about it. Yeah, and there are two home fixtures in the next four, Liverpool and Arsenal, and then they have to go on the road, and obviously most teams in the Prem aren't as good on the road. So right. maybe better to hold off there and let that back injury you work probably, itself out. Right, that also, like he, this is a weird season where we have so many premium-priced midfielders and several premium-priced forwards that we want that it doesn't usually fall to the seven – ish uh, higher six ish million range forwards to be your second forward right and right now that's what we have unless your team is like dead at the back and you have two premium forwards your secondary forward is someone in the seven million range like we the the heavy selections at the beginning of the seasons were Arnie Mitrovic uh and Jimenez and Zaha Zaha for a minute right so I'm not comfortable with the other forward I'd be starting, you know, that being questionable. Mm-hmm. Like, Dini would be rarely in a 3-4-3 or probably on my bench if he's replacing Ings. Uh, but I just would not be comfortable with Arnie if I don't know if he's going to play because he's at the price bracket where he's got to be your second your second forward. Yeah, I feel you. That's, that's a good analysis. He's just electric when he's on the pitch, but he's just not there enough what it comes down to no he needs to be 100 percent before i'm i'm worried about before i'm bringing him in um manchester united has fallen very very similar to manchester city lately it's like almost uh since marino's left it's like a parallel team their their defense is floundering like it has been all year and so has man city's but now they've got a free-flowing Fun to watch, fun attacking midfield and forwards. All right, Klein. I just want to uh, get it over with and get to the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, would you please pronounce for everyone Manchester United's new coach, his name? I, I don't. I need the last name. I know the first two. Not how to pronounce it. Just <laughs> I need to know what it is. Let's see. If I'm being true to myself, I want to say it like this. Okay. Old Gunner Sulksyar. <laughs> you nailed it. Got it. 100%. It really? No. no. I, I want to say it like, old Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, obviously, any American seeing O-L-E is going to say it with that inflection. Or a super racist Ole. <laughs> I think that might actually be how it's pronounced. It's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, that's how the Men and Blazers were pronouncing it. And as soon as I heard them pronounce it, I was like, oh, Klein's not, I don't Klein's not going to get that one. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like when, it's the, when you hear the Men and Blazers do it, I can't tell if they're Never telling you that they're joking, <laughs> right. or if they, or if they're actually really pronouncing it. Right. We'll just we'll just refer to him as OGS. Yeah. 
the OG. But yeah, the boys definitely seem to be getting up a little bit for OGS. Um, yeah. Obviously, United's fortunes have completely turned around. Uh, Paul Pogba, the virus, um, has uh, been scoring and assisting at will. He's been an absolute freak over the past few weeks with three consecutive double-digit double hauls. And it's just enabling his entire team. It's enabling Martial, Rashford, even Big Rom's getting in on it. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, Lukaku, I think, has scored two and two. The flat track bully off the bench. There it is. It's back, the flat track bully. I love it. And, I mean, even – okay, so this is a little risky at, uh, you know, high price tag, but Sanchez at this point could be an incredibly lethal differential mm -hmm. if he gets some starting – starts to get more starting minutes now that Martial is out. I mean – we know what he can do, and now we've now he actually has a team that wants to play offense. That's true. The problem, I think he actually just got hurt. I think he injured oh. his hamstring over the weekend. Um, so, unfortunately, not an option and probably not worth the price. I mean, I'm looking at Manchester United's team, and Marcus Rashford is looking particularly tasty, and he's right, right in that Arnie price bracket as a forward. So, uh, it is a little worrisome with – Lukaku back. You have to wonder what the uh, lineup's going to look like, but he is starting and scoring. So uh, typically, when players do that, they continue to start. Well, and I guess maybe not back to a hundred percent, but Big Rom is back. I mean, he's subbed in for Rashford and scored recently. Right. He's at least healthy enough to be playing thirty minutes. Right. No, that's what I'm saying though. Is he might take Rashford's spot up top, which would be. Uh, Limit his you gotta let the let the boys play while they're while the, I mean, why mess with a good system? Hey, with you, what's you, working? Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. And aside from Spurs, they've got cake fixtures. I think they got Spurs next game this week. Oh, sorry, I just I'm now trying to figure out how to get a uh, how to get Rashford. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pick up Sugar Shane Long. Don't pick up Shane Long. Why not? Ings is out. Your boy is going to be flying up top of Southampton. Okay. All right. You talked me out of it. Yeah. Chaz Baby is taking over. Chazzy Baby. How long is Ings out? January 19th, a couple weeks. He's got to go. This might this might be a minus eight week, Klein. That's funny. Or is it minus eight? No, minus four. Ooh, I have two freeze. Ooh, mini wild card coming up. Mm. Asking, I shall receive. Okay, who else? Who else do you eye in? Um. Okay, so this one's kind of someone who's in the been behind the scenes really the whole season, but always ticking along. We always talk about him. We never have him in our teams. It's Christian Eriksen. Mm. He's killing it lately. He's just ticking along. Some single digit returns, maybe one double digit. Uh, he, they've just like. The last team we talked about. He's got United coming up and then a nice easy run of fixtures. And we also have like uh Hungman Son, Jesus Christ, stop, go back to Asia. Like Gosh, you're killing me. He, all, if you if you, he's on all these teams that are just flying ahead of he me. He has been so good. So freaking good. Like killing me. Stop ruining my life. I know. And once he goes, I think Erickson's Obviously, a very solid choice. That is going to be a big thing is, you know, the people that have had Sun have been flying on Sun lately. Um, you know, where do they go when he, you know, heads over to the Asian Cup? I would hope they would go to Erickson. Uh, I don't see them going to Ali, and Lucas Mora just got injured. So, 
if they want to stay with Spurs through the next easy set of fixtures, I think Erickson's the lock. You know who they might get is people might get uh, your boy Leroy Sané. Yeah, that's like a maybe even just a half a million point jump away. Right. Point five jump away. At this, at this point, point, I think Son is like eight eight, and Sané is nine five. So right. it's not it's not too much of a stretch. It's not hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, Ali's just not not consistent. I mean, maybe he will be now that Sun's out, but that'll take time to see. As far as not returns, like just even play time. Right. Um, another good straight swap would be over to David Silva. Who's that? From Sun. Oh yeah, yeah. God, once you get out of the top four or five, five or maybe even eight midfielders, it just really drops off. Yeah. Hard. Maybe I'll pick up Ashley Barnes. <sighs> what, no good? At this point, I'd say probably Wood is a better option because he's been the one on fire lately, I think. Mm. But please don't. I mean... It's Burnley and it's offense. The words don't go together. No, you're right. I think I'm going to jump off the Felipe Anderson wagon. We want to jump into this? Let's do it. All right. Uh, While you're tinkering, I will go over what I've already done. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. That's After my estranged string of transfers that I've... Made of the last eight weeks, I took another hit. Uh, Lingard and Wilson left my team this week, and I brought in... How long did you have Lingard for? Uh, three weeks. Okay. I brought in the freshly injured Danny Ings as a cost savings <laughs> and upgraded Lingard to Christian Eriksen. Mm, I wonder you were... Pushing him hard. Yeah, for a little half chub as you were talking about. Yeah, man, I need y'all to jump on him so I can get some price rises and then he can go off anyway. It's going to be great. Yeah, that will be. that sounds really nice. No, I think Christian Eriksen is, like I said, it'll be good for the long term. Like at least probably the next six games or so. Right. I No, I agree. He's a solid pick. He's a tried and uh, proven fantasy asset. That's really all I can say about that. My other, my other path was to be – decimating my team to get um, Salah back in. Ooh, yeah. That was going to be four-plus moves and probably take three weeks. I'm looking at not going to do it in one week. I know. I'm looking at my team and trying to figure out how to free up money, and I'm not even considering him getting out. Not going to make that mistake again. No, absolutely not. And he is ticking along just fine right now. Yeah. Although, I do think I know where I'm going to free money up. I think. I think I might just make a little cost-saving lateral move. And uh, go from Robbo to Trent. You know, the only thing you pick up there is risk of rotation. Yep, and you know I know Roberts Robertson's been great, but um, I need some cash, and the all my cash is tied up in uh, Kane and Salah, and I know what you're saying about Felipe Anderson. He's had two blanks. Fixture list is getting a little bit tougher, but. They play Arsenal this next game, so West Ham are definitely going to score. Uh, they play Burnmouth, who isn't the greatest defense. Um, you know, he might still have a couple of a couple of returns in him before he really hits his skid. And I don't want to get rid of him too early. I've been doing that all season. 
So uh, I think I might go Robert to Robert to Trent, and then maybe uh, get rid of Ings and bring in someone like Jimenez. Unfortunately, Rashford is point one too expensive. Ugh. Ugh. Otherwise, I would definitely bring him in. I don't know. I got to think about it some more. There's a lot of tinkering to be done. We still have a whole week. But uh, I think Robert Robertson to Trent to free up some cash is possibly on the cards. Sounds good. Oh, you know, and as bad as my team has been, and it's been bad, the one thing that I can hang my hat on is I made that call to bring in Virgil van Dyke a few weeks ago, and he's been solid. Yeah, he has. So I'm going to – that's – that's all I'm going to hang my hat on. That's all i got to say about that. Good. Pat yourself on the back. Yep. Bring yourself back to life. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Klein. Who are you captaining this week? I've got to go with Captain Coon. Yeah, I knew you were going to. Yeah, I mean, I have two options. It'll either be Hazard, home to Newcastle, or um, Cities hosting the Wolves. So... I don't see a reason not to captain him. He didn't play this in the midweek, and he should be good for at least 80. Yeah. I, uh, Fire away, Cunaguero. I think it's a pretty solid uh, captain. you got to love him playing at home. Um, if my, he's fit, he's in my team, and if he's in my team, he's captain. Yeah. I have a bit of a tougher decision. Uh, it's really between Kane and Salah. Kane plays United at home, and Salah is on the road to Brighton. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier that United can't keep a clean sheet. Um, I kind of like the home matchup a little bit, but Salah against Brighton is so tempting. Uh, I would definitely be going for Salah at Brighton. Yeah, yeah. God, you're right. What's Brighton's sheet like? Clean sheet record. The bigger question like? is, what time of the day do they both play? Okay. I, I Spurs don't... are a late Sunday. Irrelevant. Kickoff. Irrelevant. Liverpool are the in the ten o'clock games. Hmm. I do like having the captain go in that first big group of games on Saturday. When you wait until Sunday, then the anticipation builds. I think I'm going to go with Salah just based on that. Um, I'll tell you why you should go with Mohamed Salah. Okay, tell me. Brighton have two clean sheets on the year. How many do United have? Oh, uh, good question. Three. <laughs> Stats, baby. Including one last game. So, David De Gea might be pumped up. Yeah. I wonder how many they have on the road versus at home. And... All right. I can't do all that. <laughs> Come on, stat boy. Yeah, me, the stat boy. <laughs> True. Me, the one who says, fixtures are good. <laughs> yeah, that's both of us. All right. Yeah, solid is 10 o'clock Saturday game. I like that slate a little bit more. Oh, and I am working this weekend, unfortunately. That oh, That sucks. I'm off, but uh, we'll see how many games I can catch. All right, Clyde. So uh, there's a bit of a pickle here with the old punt table. Um, usually when we miss a week, we just roll it over, but it's been a few weeks. Um, I'm calling it a wash since our last pick, and we'll just – Count it that as one week, okay. and then we'll pick, pick new punts. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't even remember who I picked or if this benefits you more than me, but I trust you. Yeah. It's probably just scoring you know, two points every week. So You probably picked Sun. I probably picked Van Dyke, <laughs> and we probably like both should be rolling in it. That's exactly right. Yep. You're spot on with that. Well, uh, who are you punting on this week? All right. I had someone written down. I'll tell you them after you go because I don't want to like spoil yours. 
but I'm. It was a safe pick, and that was not a Klein pick. So I'm going off the cuff. Got a real punt coming in at zero point nine percent owned. Oof. Looking at a price of five point two. A man in form. His previous coach called him the next Henri. Come on down, Nathan Redmond. Oh, nasty Nate. With returns uh, versus Huddersfield and West Ham in the last four, and he uh, returned midweek this week as well. He's got a little confidence back. He's got a little pep in his step, and it looks like they'll be at Leicester, which doesn't have the best defensive record. I imagine Southampton's probably going to be focused on trying not to concede. I don't know why they should, because they're going to. Um, but if they catch them on the counterattack, then maybe Nasty Nate can slot one in the back of the net. Klein, I love that pick. I was actually just looking at Southampton when you took that. So, All, All right. right. Who are you putting on this one? Uh, I'm going to put on a... A very handsome man, confirmed handsome, who was my darling at the beginning of the season, uh, Fulham's Ryan Sessegnon, coming in at 2.1% owned. Uh, They are on the road against uh, Burnley this week. Burnley is terrible. Fulham have been (laughs) scoring goals, which is kind of a miracle lately. And Sessegnon has had a – he's been doing his part with that with a goal and two assists in his last three games. Uh, He was – getting benched for a few games there, then coming off the bench. Now he's been playing himself into form, and he started the last game, and I'm going to count on him to continue that upward swing, and I'm going to go with uh, Ryan Sessegnon. I like it, and if he uh, – I mean, it's a good matchup for a double threat too, Burnley being the one-goal-a-game team that they usually are. If they get a goal, if they keep if, if Fulham keep the clean, that's an extra four for you. An extra one. Sessegnon is a midfielder. Oh, he's classed as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, got it. Never mind. I'm yeah. living in the past. In my uh, fever dream this summer when I was hoping that he would be a defender, and I was wrong. All right, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment that we blatantly ripped off from another podcast. It's the Who's Back of the Week. Klein, who's back for you this week? Uh, who's back for me is hashtag Moo Out. And I love this one. Old Gunner is Old Gunner, in. baby. And the it's basically just the Man- Manchester United offense, really. Uh, it's really nice to see all of these young players, aside from like Sanchez, all of them are nice young players who can do amazing things, and they're all very high potential for attacking football and it's like they were just being held back and now they've all been unleashed and we're getting goals everywhere from Pogba, Marshall, Martial. Martial. Yeah, I, I know. I've made that mistake like eight <laughs> times. That's the easiest one too. It's just so easy to just be like Marshall. Oh. Uh, Pogba, Martial, Rashford, like I mean, well, I don't even know need to go through the names. Like even Lingard got on the score sheet. Like they're just they're just taking turns at this point. It's just nice to see all those young players let loose. Yeah, hashtag move out. I've been yeah. saying it for years. Yeah, he's a dick. He's he not any good. Yeah, Adios, he comes Mourinho. in, he wins in his second season, and then he's just like he sh- he really shouldn't. I don't know why he didn't start doing it years ago. Just. 
the George Costanza yeah. leave after the seconds <laughs> on after you're on your high note. You yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's so true. The players just can't stand him because he's an asshole. And right. Martial, Martial was right in the in his one of his press conferences like a while ago when he was getting benched. He was like, oh, "I'm just going to outlast him. Yeah. I'm just going to wait <laughs> and I'll wait on the bench. Of course, I want to play United football and I will wait here. Easiest bet in football, Mourinho out. <laughs> and I mean, he's sitting there. Probably thinking it's going to be a while, and he's like, "Oh no, he's like out next month." Nah, he's like, "Perfect, yeah. <laughs> fantastic." Oh, uh, I love that. Who's back, Klein? Well done. Who's back for you this week? All right, I'm going to be a selfish little bitch, and I'm going to have two who's backs. Both of them are Homer picks. Is it us? Is us one of them? No, it's not. Unfortunately, <laughs> although that would have been an easy one. Um, the first one, I'll make it quick, but the Invincibles. So Liverpool lost this week. Uh, they were the last undefeated team this season, so the Arsenal Invincibles remain the only undefeated Premier League team for another season. So they're back this week. And then um, how about big Americans in the Premier League? Christian oh. Pulisic getting bought by Chelsea for like a 73 million euro fee. Uh, he will remain in Dortmund for the rest of the season, but still huge buzz over here over uh, the Pulisic right. signing. Uh, I'm very excited this is about only, that. This is what? the Is it the first outfield uh, American player? No, no, no. There have been other ones. Um, like, you know, Donovan was on loan oh, here yeah. and Jeff Cameron played. Right, 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 and, right. Yeah. Uh, so Pulisic, huge, huge signing, huge boost for uh, American soccer. Yeah, that's a great one. Over here. Love yeah. it. So very happy about that. Although playing for Chelsea, of course, it's bittersweet. But what can you do? I'm surprised that, well, I guess maybe I'm not surprised, but with the American-Russian relations going on. Oh, yeah, that's that a good point. they were like, yeah, sure, get bought by this uh, Russian-owned team. Although I don't even know if Abramovich has really the rights of doing anything at Chelsea anymore. That's true, that's true. Trump probably organized the whole thing. Yeah, Winning. <laughs> absolutely. All right, I guess that'll do it for us this week. Klein, where can we reach you? Uh, I will be at FPL Sauce. I am at FPL Sloth. And we are at the Punt Pod, and when you don't, even, it, you don't even need to say the email address; they are already know. Yeah, we've got so it. many emails. Uh, if and when we reconvene, <laughs> we'll probably have more of a normal podcast structure. Yes, with our little review of the game week. Looking forward, I'll actually have some insight because I will have looked at my team uh, in the past week. God, or so. it's rough when we got to rely on me. I thought you did a great job. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you next time. Later.